Is it este y oeste? Yes. What? Yes. Bro. Wait, what is That's it? That's crazy, este right? Este y oeste. I'll, I'll be 100% honest. I did not know this until one day at work. I was trying to tell my uh, co-worker to go east on the street. And I'm like, bro, how the fuck you do that? I can't say north, north. Para la izquierda del norte. And then I didn't want to say go east. So I'm like, okay, go south after you pass that. And then I don't know how to say Echate east. Echate la izquierda, la and derecha. Then, and he told me it's este. Oeste. And I, th I thought he was playing with me. I'm like, what you mean, Oeste? <laughs> oeste que? <laughs> and we're back with the Noogie Cast. Season 2. What's good, Oz? How you doing? Saludos a toda mi raza de Durango. Shout out to Adan who couldn't be here today. Man, Adan, you got to start taking care of yourself. Take more vitamin D and C. You be getting sick way too often. What are we? We're only in September. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Rest in peace. Este, I want to start off with a fun fact, actually. I don't know if you, didn't, if you didn't know this, but do you know what Mario says in the Super Mario Brothers? No. It's a me, Mario. Do you know what it's a me means? It's me? No. <laughs> it's a me is Japanese for super. So when he's saying Super Mario, he's saying in Japanese, but because of the translation, it stayed as it's a me, which is also still the Italian stigma of it's a me. Bro, when did you learn this? <laughs> Bro, like I was That's at, cool. I'm I was random as fuck, but it was at work. But um I digress. Uh, we're recording this right now on the 10th of September, but this is coming out for Mexican Independence Day. So that's why we're all Arriba La Raza y... What'd you say? Durango? Yeah. No, Arriba so. Namiquepa. Chihuahua. <laughs> but I digress. So today I have a very unique guest that matches our theme with the Mexican Independence Day. She's a restaurant owner of La Quebrada, a food enthusiast. I have Yosalin Rodriguez Bustamante. Welcome. Hi guys, thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm good. Feeling a little sick myself, but oh my God, actually, you should go home too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just like the weather changing. Like it was literally so cold a couple of days ago, and then it's like nice and sunny outside. So yeah, because I think this is gonna be like the last day of summer, and after that, it's just gonna be seventy <gasps> degrees, fall yeah. weather. I'm excited for this shit. Spooky season, yeah. October. Yeah. Look out for a Halloween episode. <laughs> but I want to start throwing shots right now, right off the bat. Este, Oaxaca cheese over Chihuahua cheese. I need to know what, why, just to get this out of the way before we get into the details. Okay, why I prefer Oaxaca cheese? Yeah. <laughs> My sources tell me that you're more into Oaxaca cheese over Chihuahua. I don't know. I think it's like, I guess I relate it more to like Mexico. I've never been to Chihuahua and I've been to Oaxaca. So maybe that's why I'm just like, oh, that's more authentic. But I obviously know that. You know, Chihuahua cheese must be. I just haven't been to that part of the country. So I think that that's why. For me, it's closer to where I'm from in Mexico, which is Guerrero. Uh-huh. So I think You're from that, Guerrero? Yeah, exactly. So nice. we're like neighbors. That's why for me, I'm like, oh, that's more of what I know. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, honestly, Chihuahua cheese apesta como a pie a veces. <laughs> like, it sounds like feet. Porque for the people that don't know, the, there's Menones or like this religious group called Mennonites. Mm -hmm. And they're like these German people that migrated into mexico and they started like their own little um i don't want to say cult but they started their own um their group or whatever their population there 
Y este, I don't know how it came to be, but they basically grow, not grow, they produce all the cheese over there. Mm -hmm. Entonces, cada vez que vamos a Chihuahua, we always like buy from them. Los gotcha. campos, se llama Los Campos, so they have like their own little location. Right. But the Chihuahua cheese is fire. I've never had Oaxaca cheese, so maybe I'm also biased too. Yeah, so. see, you gotta <laughs> try you, it. You take that personal, bro. <laughs> I did. I was like, so hey, like I went out to a restaurant with you guys, with your cousin from Chihuahua. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, it was at La Vaca. And they, their quesadillas are made with Oaxaca cheese. And you guys were like, nah, we don't fuck with that. Like, yeah, we are like, <laughs> shots. Oh, I forgot to mention, yeah, so the reason I know Yaselina is because uh, uh, she's friends with my cousin, Danny. Mm -hmm. And so we met through... Through Danny, yeah. Through Danny. But we... Oh, so let's get started now with La Quebrada. So mm -hmm. is my understanding that this is a family restaurant with your parents? Yes, exactly. So actually our first location was in Berwyn, which is why I was asking you if you guys are from Berwyn. Well, it's a, technically in Cicero, but it's like next door. What? A lot of our customers were from like Berwyn area. Um, now my parents don't have that restaurant. It's one of my uncles that mm. manages it now. Just because like my dad didn't own the building and I think like you can only invest so much to something that's like not your own. Mm -hmm. gotcha. If you want to make improvements and stuff. Like if you think about an apartment as well, it's like, well, you're not going to like invest in a whole new kitchen if like you don't own it. Right. So that that's kind of why we don't um, work there anymore. But ever since I was like six years old and I'm 30 now, so... That's you're like, 30? yeah. You do not look 30 at all. <laughs> but yeah, you look that's like all you're my age. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm 30. So it's literally like I grew up in like the restaurant business. Mm, I see. Yeah. And all of my family, like we're all in this business. So. So right now you're the one working at the location in. In 51st in California. Gotcha. So and it's the... just you. Yeah. I mean, my sister, she's a lawyer, so it's only two of us. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> she went like a completely different route. And I think, like I said, like all of our families like involved in the Mexican restaurant business. So like all of my cousins to a certain extent are involved as well. So it's nice to like have grown up with these kids. And now we're all like in the same shoes. Like sometimes I'll be call calling my cousin and I'm like, hey, like I need some help. Like come help me out with this event or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Cool. speaking of helping, I helped her out at the Michelada Fest. Mm -hmm. at, oh, uh, I think 2022, right? Last e year? Yeah, it was so not this year, the year before that. It was fun. I heard, yeah, I felt like last year was so much fun. Besides, like, also doing the Michelada Festival, but I think, like, the vibes in general. But I think, like, you had friends that, oh, I forget his name already, the guy that helped us. He has the ponytail. Ponytail. Yeah, he had the sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that's my cousin. That's Roberto, your cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he comes to help me every summer, too. So we're just, like I said, we all help each other out with, like, our family. And stuff. What did you do? Oh, uh, so we were selling uh -huh. at Michelada Fest. Uh -huh. We were selling Micheladas, and then I asked, like, a couple of my friends to come help me bartend. And, you know, Aaron wanted to join as well. Fire. Mm -hmm. I even bought the Michelada um, belt buckle that they were announcing oh, for a right, special yeah. occasion. I lost it. I don't know where it's at. Mm. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was. I yeah. was like, that's such a unique thing at Alcalá's that they like collabed with them. Mm -hmm. And they got to put together a nice little belt buckle for that occasion. Because mm -hmm. I feel like this year was kind of bland. Did you work this year again? Or? No, I didn't. And I was. I wanted to do it, but they had raised their prices, like their packaging and stuff. And I just didn't think it was worth it. Again, when you have like a like a brick and mortar location, I'm kind of oh. just like that money. I could invest in my own business, you know. So you have to like pay out per day, and then you also have to buy the beer from them. So oh. just like it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't make any sense for me to yeah. do it this year. I didn't know that, so I want to dig deeper into that then. Yeah. So the packaging. So when these festivals open up, they 
they basically sell like a lot to you guys for restaurants or anybody else yeah so there's like a different uh because i'm a restaurant too i thought about doing like the food package so they have different pricings and i don't know if i should like speak on that per se because it's not like my organization or anything but you could talk shit it's fine no. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's family also organizes it and they do a really good job i just think they're trying to figure out exactly like what their vibe is you right. know because i feel like two years before this year it was more like reggaeton yeah and then they did like a mexican theme and now this year was kind of like a mix of both which i think could have been the best of both worlds they just should have stuck to one concept right that would be my only critique because as like as a vendor you also want to think about like is this worth it like are people gonna show up you know and of course that's a risk you're willing to take but at the same time like if it doesn't at all make sense with like your business concept then like you're not gonna do it but more or less, it was like a $2,000 increase. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm just like, $2,000, like I could use that to like buy new chairs or like invest in like new lighting or something like that. It just didn't seem worth it. But yeah, you pay like uh, uh, upfront and then everything that you like consume there, mm-hmm. like the beer, you have to buy it from them. So. Yeah. I remember the whole beer was a situation because I mm-hmm. think there was a shortage last time where I there's people running around for beer and then... yeah exactly so you rely on them it's not like you can bring your own beer and then it's like you're selling your product it's like you have to buy the beer from them as well so on top of like the package it's also like you gotta buy the beer from them too mm. so then your profit margins are small unless like that's your whole business and that's like you do you do pop-ups that's where you make your money like i get it but like i think for me it just didn't make sense to do it this year we'll see next year Maybe we'll you come think back. your rival Pinches Meaches was there? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Like that's their bread and butter, you know, like festivals and things like that. And I mean, I don't like to look at it as rivals either. You know, there's business for everyone yeah. and everyone's got their own like thing that they're trying to do. So everyone is, was really nice in terms of like all the other businesses that work. We were helping each other out. But yeah, it was fun. That's Perhaps good. another year. It's because you mentioned about like, What's the turnout going to be? I feel personally that the Michelada Fest each year just gets bigger and bigger. I mm. remember back then it was like free and then like it was a $10 right. fee or $20 fee. And now it's like a whole festival. Like, right. Do you think it'll turn out like Lollapalooza or not even Sueños type vibes? It could. I think it definitely has the potential. I think just again in terms of like who they're marketing, mm-hmm. that's what they need to like really narrow down. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, last year they did a whole separate reggaeton fest mm. and then i don't think it went that well for them partly because it the weather and again like when you do these festivals like those are things that you have no control over but that do make an impact and so like it was also further away and i get their vision i just think they really need to like figure out who their marketing is to get a theme and stuff like that exactly Speaking of themes, so what's this theme of La Quebrada? What are you going for? What is the vibes? Because I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of traditional Mexican dishes. And recently, not to say I've like been in the dating market a lot, but I've been going to a bunch of restaurants too um, that have kind of this new boutique feel. This kind of, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know how to describe it, like super indie, super uh, fresh, I guess, for the younger people who are you know new to this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to throw people under the bus like that. What's the name? Este... La Chicken y los de la that music group that uh, featured with Grupo Frontera. Yaritza y su... Oh, yeah, yeah, the ones that are getting all the, <laughs> the, getting, like, all the, the hate, hate right, right now because yeah. they don't like drinking Coca-Cola through um, 
a, a, a bag and straw <ríe> y que es que según son gente muy delicada y que le pica toda la comida de allá y que hace mucho ruido mm -hmm. allá y que sé qué um, mm. how do you like how, are you trying to do something different with la quebrada or are you trying to revolutionize something or are you still continuing kind of the the traditional foods that we see here in like the west side of chicago and the you know the right. mexican the uh, populated ones That's a good question. I mean, I definitely think there is like a shift on like just, you know, restaurants and what, you know, what a restaurant really provides for you now, you know, because like I think that, you know, when you think about Mexican food, you want to go to like a, a place that just is specific to Mexican food or pizza and you go just to a place that, that has pizza. Um, and I think for my dad, his concept was very like family oriented. So mm. like we always like our busiest days are Sundays. And I think for that same reason that like everyone really usually has Sundays off. So like you gather with your family and you go have a good time. So part of me wants to like switch it up a little bit more. And I think there'll be a time to do that. But at the same time, it's technically my dad's restaurant. So like I can only do so much, you know, right. anyone that that's like a Like a second, I, I would say business owner would probably have the tell you the same thing that it's kind of hard, especially when like it's working, right. you know, like, how can I tell my dad? Like, no, you need to switch everything up when he's like, but like the profit margins are showing it's that working. I'm doing something mm -hmm. right, you know. So I think like in the long term, I would like to have something that is just my own and it's much, much more like fast casual, because I think right now the problem that a lot of restaurant owners have is like finding good employees mm. because not everyone can just like be a server you know right. like you have to have like the charisma the character the work ethic as well and same thing with like cooks you know it's hard to find someone that like will stay and then when you think about like also you're training these people you're investing in these people so like it's just like a lot of things that like you don't necessarily always think about but like mcdonald's is successful for a reason like they've just narrowed everything down to like a science almost where like you can't mess it up you right. know so if i was able to like convert like really good mexican food into a system like that that would be my goal because then you could franchise it a lot faster so you would want to do like a fast food mexican restaurant something like that something that can grow a lot faster replace taco bell please yeah see yeah, something like that because chipotle yeah. i think is the next fast restaurant i can think of that's more it's authentic like mexican yeah and more authentic and like again like their their system works because it's like they only have they have a very select menu right they're not switching it up all the time and because they have everything like this is how you do it and you can't really there's no really way that i mean i'm sure there's a way to mess it up yeah. but like the odds of that happening is like a lot less you know exactly what you're gonna get when you go to a chipotle and it's whether you go to the location down the street or two hours away it's always gonna be like consistent it's funny you mentioned that but i think chipotle is owned by mcdonald's too actually yeah it is yeah <laughs> so yeah. that explains everything but yeah they have everything down to a science like i literally like turned over a mcdonald's bag once and it said like in this bag you can only put three items oh yeah so like literally like dummy proof if you will so i think for me that's what i would want to do because being in the restaurant business is is really hard you have to have like a lot of dedication and you have to spend a lot of time there you know is it true that like you guys uh, restaurants are more prone to make losses than break even or something like that it's like expected for them to make yeah, a loss at first for sure and i think For a lot of restaurants too, and what a, or maybe just businesses in general. I, I know restaurants, which is why I can say say this much. But like, 
I think a lot of people expect like, oh, now I have my business and I work for myself and I'm just immediately going to make money. But when you think about opening up a restaurant too, you have to take into consideration that you might not make money Mm -hmm. right away in the beginning. So that has to be budgeted into, I have to be able to sustain myself and not pay myself if it doesn't work out right right away. So, yeah, I mean. I was like, (laughs) you need need a break? Do you want to like take a vacation? It seems like you're stressed out from how much investment of time yeah i mean it's it's also like you know it's a different way of thinking i think for me because my parents had nothing to lose you know they were just like we're gonna give everything to this and like it hopefully works out you know but for me it's a little bit different it's i don't work as many hours as they do but i also like look at it as like well my parents like came from like bufu mexico they didn't know they didn't know how to speak the language they didn't go to college and then like they were able to do so much with this business and like put me through college and all of these things. And I'm like, if I can't do that for like my own kids and like, what does that mean? You know, so there is that stress of like being as successful or hopefully even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had this super deep talk. This is probably going to get super deep. But yeah. I had this conversation with my dad where I'm like at, at 22, he bought his dad or my grandpa two pickup trucks, mm-hmm. had a full time job, was able to do all this, pay for a new house. And it's like, I can't help but like compare myself to that. I'm like, dude, I'm 26. I'm doing a podcast in their basement right now. Right, yeah. And it's like, I have this high expectation, but at the same time, they're like, they're able to take care of themselves and stuff like that. And he's like, don't, like, you're able to have a more laid back life compared to me. Yeah. And at least he acknowledges that he doesn't want me like busting my ass out of the way he did. I mean, he would encourage me to do it, but he's like, I don't expect you to be where I was at. But then again, t- different times, right? Like, I'm sure the of dollar course. was worth different. Um priorities are also different you yeah know what i mean like your parents didn't have the time to travel and do these things that you have the opportunity to do so it's also giving yourself grace you know super grateful for my family i don't want to sound like i'm like no, of course, too. but yeah you're right like i'm super thankful like i have a beautiful life i'm I, like i'm seeing you on your instagram you're traveling like everywhere machu picchu and all these places it's... yeah exactly so i obviously don't want to necessarily have a exact same life as my parents but i'm definitely very grateful that they've provided me all of the resources and opportunities to be able to do these things but yeah those are things that when you like start thinking dark thoughts you're like damn i really have to like get my shit together literally and i'm like bro my shit is together what am i talking about yeah i mean we i mean i don't have a kid so i'm like that's (laughs) not what i wanted you know for myself not at least now but i mean for them it was like they already had someone else to like live for and work for you know I was like my time to be selfish and like figure myself out. So I'm lucky to be able to do those things. Are you the oldest or? Yeah, but my sister's only a year younger than me. So it's just you two. Yeah, it's just us two. Mm -hmm. Then so you probably got like that older sibling kind of syndrome where you're kind of like, yeah, grind. I got to push all this. Yeah. I think we're all older siblings right here. Yeah. Yeah. See, so it's even though it's just a year apart, like you definitely feel it. Because if I, for example, if my sister was part of the restaurant, then maybe I wouldn't feel so inclined to have to do it right you know someone has to do it like my parents worked really hard and i don't get me wrong i love my job but she tried it out and she was like no i don't want to do this and she can leave because like i'm involved but if she wasn't then you know i think i know that feeling Mm -hmm. yeah like there's like stuff where it's like like you're growing up well for me at least i was always helping my my dad and i had a younger brother Mm -hmm. but he was more like i want to go out and play like when we were really young and I'm like, right. oh shit, I want to go out and play too. But I know, I know we have to do chores. So I would just tell him, he was always, you know, like, oh, go do whatever you want. 
my dad would just say, oh, you don't have to help me. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know I got to help. Right. I, I got to put in my two cents for today on a Saturday. And then I get to go out and do, you exactly. know, whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then uh, another thing I wanted to chime in was uh, about employees. How do you, mm-hmm. like, how do you look for those employees? Like, I know when someone's looking for a job and they want to go into the food business. Well, my thinking right away was, like, you go online. And I would think that they would think of fast chains, like, fast mm-hmm. food chains, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, um... Anything that's a big growing chain, but like for small uh, business, how do you like find that? Like you wait for someone to come in the door and ask for. Uh... Right. You know, that's that's another good question, because sometimes it is hard to gauge. And I think with that, it takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think I was I would say that I'm much better at like hiring someone now than I was when I first started. But like those were my responsibilities, like walking into the door. And I had to like learn those things like throughout the years. I hate to say this, but sometimes you have to judge a book by its cover, you know, like it sounds bad, (laughs) it sounds bad, but like, for example, like I've had people come in like with sweatpants on, like Mm -hmm. all like messy and I'm just like, you're not taking this seriously. Like if you don't come in like presentable asking me for a job, then like, how can I, like, is this how you're going to come into work? You know? in those aspects not not in a not in a different way or like if you come in with like three people and you're like oh i'm looking for a job it's like you or these three other people why do you need these three other people yeah. with you oh, you know weird. yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that's so, uncomfortable exactly so like things like that where you just start narrowing it down and you can really like gauge someone just by talking to them you know like oh like what was your last job why'd you leave things like that and i think you kind of start gauging interest like right away when you're like okay this person really wants to work i can tell because of the way that they that they're saying you know like i really want this job like i i come here all the time and i like i want this job but yeah mostly it's like word of mouth or like Mm -hmm. we put up a sign and people usually come in i would say that like my biggest strength one of my biggest strengths in like doing this um is that i have a low turnover rate so like most of the people that i have hired have stayed that's good exactly so like for me i'm like i have to be doing i have to be doing a good job or else people would be like it would be a revolving door you know and if you think about like maybe even jobs that you guys have left like sometimes it's because of management you know so um for me i'm like if if i can gauge interest right away and they stay with me then like it just reiterates that i'm doing a good job and i think it's very understandable that you're in that position where you got to judge a book by its cover sometimes Mm because like this is something that you and your family have created exactly it's like i can't have this little you know fucking kid just come in and fuck start fucking shit up you know yeah exactly there is a system in place you know and we expect those people like anyone that comes to work for us that like respects it understands it and is like part of the vision too you know because I need my staff as much as they need me. Mm-hmm. And as long as we have that mutual understanding, then like they're going to be good and I'm going to help them out too. But yeah, a lot of it is that like gauging from the beginning. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy to me because like it's common sense. Like, so I don't know. I like, I'm just going to tell you what you want to hear, right? Like, I want a job. So I'm going to tell you, yeah, I'm working this, right. this and that. And it's like, I don't know how some people don't like, do you not want the job or not? Or like, do you not know? How right. to like at least like let's take this guy for example. If he looks just like this with the papa's cat on and the, <laughs> and the sunglasses, wait, look at the camera, bro. Because would you hire this man on the spot? He says, "I want to be a cook in the back." 
He's gonna be flirting in the back Damn. with like the waitresses. <laughs> Dude, you better exactly. look like the wait. Like you're gonna be flirting with the waitresses and everything, Damn. bro. They'll be like, I got the flip flops. <laughs> right? No, if you came in with this look, I'm sorry, mm. but I'd probably be like, this guy's is like joking. Yeah, the flip flops. I'll be like, these are non-slip. I swear. It's the shoes. I this think this man means you know? business. When I look at this guy, I'm like, hell like yeah, bro. Half. It's like the interview went good. Then I got up and I started walking yeah. away. Like, oh, <laughs> when you do the, the Skype call, with the noise yeah. too. Oh man, I'm like this guy has culture i definitely want him on there (laughs) and then then another thing bro where i was thinking like like the restaurant business like the people that you can keep like building character i think is really important like Mm -hmm. like if i think of like the favorite my favorite restaurants like like not chains basically family owned Mm -hmm. where they've had great servers and i remember these servers like right you build a relationship with them too especially if you go all the time yeah, and I think it'll make it fun. Like, if you start remembering somebody and you say hi to them, maybe they're having a bad day, but you're like, oh, well, look at this guy. I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Now you forget about maybe you fucked up an order before. And, oh, of course. And it's like, oh, wait, but here's this guy. He's yeah. not going to give me a hard time. Or not even that. Like, it's like natural. Mm-hmm. And I think of uh, this one TikTok where I saw in California, I don't remember the restaurant, but... It's like a, a server, like they order shots and it comes on a plane and they oh, come dancing. Right. I've seen that, bro. And it's it was like, the I went to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it was like one, it was one lady when it first started and then that TikTok blew up and she was getting posted everywhere and everywhere. Like that's character, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they recorded her having fun doing her job and now I'm sure she's getting paid a lot more, but like that's besides the point. Before it, it got big and famous, like you had people that had character. Right. And like you could tell like, I mean, for her to do all that energetic stuff that she was doing, she loves her job. And yeah. I feel like that, that'll that help the business grow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I said, not everyone can be a server, yeah. you know? So. Could you be a server, Erin? Well, I used to be a busser at Cindy's Rooftop. And okay. um, the way I got in was I lied and I said that I knew one of the servers. Uh-huh. And just like by me saying, oh, you know, Louis, shout out to Louis. He, uh, the manager was like, you got the job, you're good, like everyone knows each other so that's how they yeah. hire because if you know somebody somebody that's how i kind of got how i got in but i stay there's times where i had to like kind of get an order and it was hard as fuck well to begin with cindy doesn't play around their mm. chefs are like you need to mention where all these ingredients are from this cheese came from a goat raised in fucking italy and then these grapes were dried out for uh, a season this pig was roasted and ate only acorns in a diet and it was smoked in. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to tell him that. And then yeah. one time I had an event with uh, one of the Pritzkers. He was there and uh, I had to serve him a platter of all these little snacks. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, brata crisp. And like I had explained the ingredients and the guy's like, what is this? I'm like, bro, cheese and crackers. Uh, thank you, bro. <laughs> like, I appreciate that. You're making my job easier, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Some people don't want that whole explanation, but if it's part of your job, you have to do it. Yeah, you know? and I, I got yelled at by the sh- like the main chef guy. I was like, man, this... that's that, that's the part that he's like, bro, this is my signature. I need yeah. I need that out there. And it's crazy because they have to change their menus every season. Oh, and so, man. like, I know how you said in the beginning how you would want to kind of just have a not so much change of right. menu. But big chain restaurants like that that are like serious about that game, they be changing it like all the time. Yeah. Um, I know pumpkin spice season's coming up, so it's like I'm probably gonna be seeing that everywhere because everyone's gonna craft that. Yeah, of course. Speaking of drinks, do you have any like drinks and or cocktails that you make out there in La Quebrada? 
Yes. So another thing that I did when I started working there was like kind of like implement a couple like more drinks. Mm -hmm. And because we have just a very tiny bar, like we don't even have like a sink in in the bar. Yeah. Well, it's because we don't like special. Like I said, it's like more of a family restaurant. So like a lot of like fresh like juices, like cafe, like things like that or just like a, a pop. You know, we don't we do have an alcohol license and we do sell alcohol but it's mostly like just like micheladas and beer so for me because we have a small bar like that was a challenge of figuring out what else i could make because you obviously make more money if you yeah you sell totally like expand a, on that exactly like a specialty cocktail um so i did and then i for me i was just like i'm gonna name them something like funny so people are just like drawn to the name you know because when also you have such a large menu you want people to like look at something and be like oh like that's interesting like i'm gonna order that because i haven't seen that before toxica (laughs) things like that yeah so like for me my mom would always call me a pata de perro growing up (laughs) (laughs) and so like i named one of those drinks pata de perro but it's pretty much like mezcal and hibiscus and i know that works because i've gone to other mexican restaurants and it's hibiscus and, and mezcal and I didn't have to do anything different other than just like take a shot of mezcal and incorporate the hibiscus water that we already make so for me like that was like looking at things that we already do at the restaurant and then just like adding like a shot of tequila and, mm. and selling it for like a premium what that's crazy yeah. and adding like a funky name <laughs> yeah. and that was your implementation yes exactly so I got another thing you said that like your family is very traditional mm-hmm. uh, with their stuff whose idea was it to go out to the events that you go out to like michelada fest or i mm-hmm. don't know if you go to other events right but like who's i who who brought that idea up i'm just curious uh yeah so my dad my parents have always done like um events outside of like you know the restaurant because you do also like you could make a good like profit out of that mm-hmm. dep- depending the turnout if there's other a lot of other competitors and things like that. Um, so my parents are, are used to that concept, which is was it wasn't weird when I brought it to their attention where I was like, I want to do this, you know. But I did invest some of my own money in that and like the Michelada Fest, which is the only thing that I've done like on my own. Mm-hmm. And of course, my dad helped me like he gave me like logistics, like, OK, like if you're really going to do this, you're going to need to prep yourself this way, this way and this way. But in terms of like, you know, like you remember how we did like the Dorilocos and things like yeah. that. I wanted to do something that like no one else had and i'm like sometimes when i want a beer like i want like snacks you know yeah. and i don't if you've ever had those micheladas with like gummies and chamoy they're horrible there's too much that's yeah, too like much in the garbage cans i swear to god everything would be thrown away and you would see it every yeah. time like it wouldn't be fi- it would never be finished like fine i'll have like a couple yeah like and then you know I, I don't know if they have refrigeration and there's like for me i'm just <laughs> like i don't know but that's the whole process yeah Yeah. (laughs) we had refrigeration so like and again that goes because my parents do do these events on their own um but for me that was the first one that i that i did on on my own and you know i i learned a lot for sure and i'd like to do it again but it just has to be like the right opportunity I just realized we're going to get roasted right now because of the whole chamoy argument. You haven't had these ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people would agree. Like, no, it's just too much. They're too great, much. but when you serve it with the michelada, it's like, no. bro, that's too much. They give you too much. They give you like a whole, almost like half a bag. Yeah, it's like, I like these by much. themselves. Yeah. yeah, or maybe I, put some fruit and then put a, like a couple of those on top. Fresh. Something else. Yeah. I think they had like a whole ceviche, like tostada and everything on top yeah. too. 
Yeah, see, that I'd, I'd be more down for, right? Like a ceviche and your michelada, you eat that when you go to, like, mariscos anyways. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, I've never sat down and had, like, a whole bag of, like, gummies with chamoy and been like, let me drink this with a michelada. <laughs> this is, you know what would be perfect with this? Yeah. Mm, michelada. Yeah. I literally have, I should, I should have had the cantaritos for the with michelada right now. And then, uh, let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you about this. I, I worked uh, the Taste of Chicago mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. I did it for a family member's uh, rest restaurant. Okay. And they made you throw away the food at the end of the event. Oh wow! I don't know. That, I don't know if it's like that at other events or like, but you can't take none of the food that you have left over, and it was a lot. Yeah. So like they'll say, "Oh, you gotta throw it out before you leave." Mm-hmm. What, the what, heck? Ended, what we ended up doing was putting it in coolers and running away with keep it. Keep going, keep going. You gotta talk to the security as you're walking. Hey, have a good night. So they don't check, <laughs> but that to me was crazy. And like you could see like all the vendors at the end once once all the people were out, garbage cans throing all their stuff away. I'm like, damn, that's that's wild. I mean. Yeah, they I mean, just don't to, want you to, I guess, sell food again, and then it might make people sick. Or maybe I don't know. Yeah, that. I mean, it's it's it could be a health code violation. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, did you guys have refrigeration or anything like that? No, yeah, to, you did. We had, we had all your stuff like that. Yeah. I the the one thing that I probably why that happened, um, because I don't think that they're usually as strict in different like festivals. Sometimes they're only one day, so when mm-hmm. it's a three day event, obviously that makes a difference, but. Because the city of Chicago is like the one that's coordinating everything, I'm sure they yeah. just don't want to get sued. Because like the city of Chicago is very much like, eh, they don't want to take liability for anything, absolutely anything. So like that for me, I'm like that's probably why that was like a a rule, yeah. a strict rule. Because I thought that was just like maybe a write off. Because I know like you know how Dunkin' Donuts throw up all their donuts, and it's like, well, why can't you just give them out for free? But it's like I don't know if that ruins mm-hmm. the value yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like if no one could purchase this, then it's basically deemed a loss. So therefore, we're gonna throw out the mm-hmm. food. I don't know. There's probably some kind of rule behind this, but it's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the fuck you got in that cooler, bro? You got food? <laughs> we got them. And you just fucking hound you down, FBI. The whole yeah. fucking helicopters up in there. All right. <laughs> All right, I have one more question unrelated to anything that's restaurant, and I think uh-huh. we're gonna go into our next segment. Right. Okay. I've been still in the dating scene, right? And mm. on Chispa, there's always this questionnaire that always seems interesting, and it's like, if you could be a loteria card, what would you be? Because mm-hmm. kind of goes with our Mexican independence theme, and you cannot pick la sirena porque everyone uh, every girl that i've matched with always la sirena la sirena and to be fair maybe the guys are probably el borracho el borracho right. so if you could be a loteria card what would you be and why mm, that's an interesting question i feel like i need the set of loteria to yeah, be like <laughs> i'm gonna make up a card right now <laughs> right oh uh, danny had this whole uh or was it danny somebody i know has this whole loteria card that's like the more modern one and it was mm-hmm. like oh a, the millennial la, yeah the millennial oh, one la toxica <laughs> yeah, yeah oh was yeah. that you that had that oh yeah i have it hmm. you could use anything like this one right here we have is the el buchon gotcha based off of this guy right now <laughs> Hmm. I think La Estrella, La Chalupa, El Cotorro, La Bileonceo, um, La Maceta, Corazón, El Diablo. Uh, this one's not, I can't say this next one. It's politically, I always call it the Michael Jackson, but I'm going to just keep it for PGs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I would pick El Mundo. 
just because yeah so i think i would pick that because we're all kind of like in our own little world and so if if i was in the dating app and i would get to pick i would pick that one because i'd be like if you want to learn about my world you know thank you for not picking let's see that now yeah um it's hard el apache nah El, este, el, el pino el pino <laughs> I would pick el pino boy you dressed up like a pine <laughs> no I don't know like I don't know I would este pick like, I, 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 like, I would like uh, La Estrella bro I like that one <laughs> what, are you a star or no, what this is judgment free zone I'm La Estrella oh dale pues mijo what about you what would I be then I have to think about it too about it's to hard la, I was about to say La Rana I was trying to come up with something like like wait but you guys knew this question was coming you had time to think about it no No, i had this this question (laughs) deep down because i was like el pino pino is funny but i'm like because i literally have literally i have six right here already right i was looking over at your shirt (laughs) (laughs) to get inspiration yeah (laughs) um i'll tell you what i think would fit you and then you just tell me yours bro that's funny you said i don't want to influence you we used to give each other uh spirit animals and like mm. it got to the point where we got offended by what we picked so gotcha. as, like not actually offended we, but we like we were just we... getting offended at, at that point <laughs> so give me bro give lovely me your roasting <laughs> what would you give me then no no say yours because i don't want to influence you that's all right, that's all right i could change no, 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 you, 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 you go ahead i would probably pick este <sighs> El Valiente would have seemed too cocky, so I'm not going to do that one. That's why I didn't do it. Uh, is that why you're going <laughs> to <Yeah>, pick me? <laughs> no, I'll stick to La Rana. I don't know why. It's a funny image. I like it. And, like, frogs resonate with me, so I picked that one. I was going to say El Musico. Why? Because you like to dance. Nah, bro, I'm offended by that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> really? You couldn't have picked El Soldado or... Uh... Nah, El Musico, bro. I think that one fits you. Oh, really? Thanks, bro. You're a DJ. It. You like to dance. Oh my god! I just got. Like it's fitting. Yeah, it is. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't make him feel good. But it's the. All right, we're gonna go into our next segment that I have all Oz. Right. We have a quick five question game. Okay. We need some um, theme music. Basically, it's just translate this. Okay. All right, and uh, I'm gonna have you guys uh, take all your phones and write down your answers. Okay. So yeah, that way, like, notes. if one person says it, then not the next person gonna be like, oh well. Change right. my mind. Change my mind. That sounds right. Damn, bro, you really went for the credibility on this one. Yeah, so you're so gonna just, give us all the questions and then we write no, them I'm down. No, I'm gonna just one at a time and then you just put it in your notes or something. Okay. And Damn, uh, I'm just judged, turn your bro. phone around. We're gonna get clipped for TikTok. Uh, all, all we're doing is translating. Uh, I got five, uh, five words. It'll go like different levels. None is not. It's not. Make it's sure not easy not to hard. She can't be cheating. She can't be no. doing uh, the internet. No. <laughs> once you're done, I'm just gonna. Like, well, put, I'm Google Translate right, right now. <laughs> once you're done, put your uh, put your phone down, and then at the end, you just put it up like this. That way, we know you didn't change it. All right. Okay. All right. So that seems first fair enough. One. Fuck! Oh, I'm scared. I'm putting mm-hmm. my Spanish uh, keyboard. All right. <laughs> so the first one to translate is East and West. No mames. Um, I'm gonna put my phone down. I actually don't know that one. All right, you good. All right, yeah. you go first. I got no answer, bro. East or west? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. Is it este y oeste? Yes. What? Yes. Bro. Wait. What is it? That's crazy, este right? Este y oeste. I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I did not know this until one day at work. I was trying to tell my uh, coworker to go east on a street, and I'm like. Bro, how the fuck And then I didn't want to say go east, so I'm like, okay, go south after you pass that. And then I don't know how to say it. And, and he told me it's este 
Oeste. And I, th- I thought he was playing with me. I'm like, what you mean, Oeste? <laughs> Oeste, que? <laughs> and he was like, no, I don't mean for real. And what this guy, he was like, no, 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 it's Este Oeste. But that to me All was right. crazy. One point for her. All right, one point. God damn. I'm pretty confident in my Spanish, so. Okay. Damn. You're going right. to lose. I'm a Yonosavo for sure. All right, this one was a little harder, so I'm going to move it up a little bit. Okay. All right, so this one, translate trailer. Trailer. And we're not going for Spanglish here. <laughs> Trailer. Wait, so like a, the big, big ass thing that, that have the little box in the back? Yeah. A trailer. Yeah. Va a ser este... I looked up synonyms and stuff, so I mean, you might also get Yeah, it. can you use it in a sentence? No. <laughs> uh, can you put um, origin? I guarantee it's not Mexican. It's probably going to be Spain. Naranja? You mean, did you say orange? What? Did you say orange? No, I said origin. Trailer. What's the origin? <laughs> Uh, hold up, hold up. Uh, is this a spelling book? I have a trailer connected to my bike, but I don't want to say it in Spanish because. Uh, mm. All right, yeah. I, I I put my phone down. I have two two options. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. Okay, okay. You give up. So, well, you did you write yours down? Pues sí, pues en en Chihuahua pues decimos trailer. But I put Carrusho. No, no idea. All right, cool. I put Carrusho. This one was also hard. This is why I put it down because I was thinking to myself I couldn't say it. It says remolque. Nah. Remolque. No. There was yeah. no way we were. No one's ever that. said that. Yeah, that's no what I'm way. saying. I even, you know, I even asked my dad and he was like, "Pues trailer." I'm like, "No, but, <laughs> that, like, por eso dije, but like, I told, yeah. I told him properly though. How do you say it properly? Like you never came over here in her trailer before. And he's like, "Wait, say it again." Remolque. 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 Entonces yeah. vete traer. Entonces tengo un remolque enganchado a mi bicicleta. Your dad said that. He said that's the proper way of saying no, it? No, that's, the, that's a, an example. You had to look it up because your dad didn't know. I did look it up. Right. I was thinking of words that I never hear. Or I hear Spanglish, but not the proper version. That's insane so, to me. So it's 1-0. Oh. All right. The next word is spinach. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Oh, easy. I said there was, there was levels to this. Well, there were a little bit. Of, I didn't know this, by the way. This one I didn't know. All right. Uh, Aaron. Spinaca. Espinacas. Okay, cool. Two one. Easy. I was about to say spinach. Right. <laughs> Next word is chandelier. No mames. Hmm. Uh, and I'm going on Google to make sure I'm right. Hmm. And have your parents said this one? I I went over this with my parents to make <laughs> sure like it wasn't too easy or too hard. I Did your it. parents know all of them? No. Mm, one of them knew all of them except uh, the tra- the trailer. All right, I put my phone down. I put my best. I guess. myself did not know any of these. Oh no, no, I knew esto, esto. I not. think this is wrong, but I'm gonna try. All right, Aaron. Luz colgada. <laughs> <laughs> I put candelario. I'm gonna give it to you because it's a, it's a synonym. It's, it's candelabro, but it's also a synonym right there. So. What? Damn, man. Nah, you... Check your phone. Check your phone. I need a, <laughs> no. I need a rep. I did write it down. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie, dude. I don't even got my contacts on, so I cannot see the phone. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> <not> goofy. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. This is the last one. And at this point, Aaron, you cannot win. <laughs> you can, you can give a good effort. The word is challenge. Oh, este... Oh, wait, wait. Challenge. Wait, 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 wait. It's este... Wait, don't say it out loud, bro. I know, but I literally heard this word before. I literally heard it. It's just a... Oh, I'm pissed. It's like at the top of my roof of my tongue. Challenge. It's just a... 
Well, think about it. Think about hold it. On, hold on. How much time? Give me like a 30 second timer. Do, do, do. Say, talk about something to, in the meantime to have no dead air. Este o este. <laughs> challenge. Challenge, mm. challenge, challenge. It's a word. There's literally, I heard the word. Once you say it, I'm going to be pissed because I'm not thinking about it right now. I'm going to just put it. I'm going to tell you I did not know this word. And when I looked it up, I, I still never heard it. Like, I've never I've heard, heard anybody it. use it. It's a weird word. I've heard it. And, like, you use yeah. it once in a blue moon. <gasps> I don't think mine is right either, but that's the only thing I can I'm think put, of. I'm going to put... Nah, whatever. All right, Aaron. Uh, guess. Lucha. <laughs> Lucha? That's not it. I put meta. I don't know if that's a synonym. Yeah. Desafios. Desafios. Desafio. No, I never That's like that. some Spanish. That's like from straight Spain. Spain. Yeah, yeah. Th- and that's what it is. That's what it is. It's from Spain. That's like what you hear in the Rosa de Guadalupe. No, but this is what they used to. I'm trying to hear the Mexican version. No, I did. I asked my dad. I'm like, hey, how do you say challenge? And he said it. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to fact check you. I didn't think this was believable, but. Desafio. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless, 3-2. Is that what you were thinking about? No, I thought something different. (laughs) Oh, my bad. 3-1, 3-1. 3-1, yeah, bro. I only have one point. Is that the winner or the breaker? Nah, bro, that was it. <laughs> that was it. I actually had another event, but it's more, It's not even a challenge, but it's like, como dice los mexicanos? No dicen si, dicen... A huevo. A huevi. A huevi. Or abuelita. Abuelita. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. I say Simon. Simon. Simon, too. I'll be like, yeah, Simon as fuck. And then for... Oh, los mexicanos dicen no. Dicen... Nel. I heard of that one. That's a very unique one. Nah, I don't even have a guess. Ni madres? Ni madres, yeah. Um, it came to me too late. <laughs> I'm like, bro, just think about like if you're drunk right now. That's the first thing that comes up to your head. Los mexicanos no dicen, I'm down. They say... Mm. Sale. Yeah, that's a good one. Fuga. 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 Mm-hmm. I say fuga all the time. I do. El mexicano no dice, shut up or callete. Dice... Man, bro, mine is not right, but it's like that's too aggressive. But that's too much. It's not that's perfect, bro. That's exactly <laughs> that's what I'm exactly what say. you were gonna say. Yeah. Nah, that's too extreme. There's has I feel to be like usually it's like callate lo sico or something. Yeah, lo sico? Depends right how there. mad you are, you know. Chat up motherfucker. Chat That's all I had. I just wanna say right. just curious what you guys had. But it's the before we come to the close, are you guys going to be downtown next week? And can you describe what the scenery for somebody who's not from Chicago, uh, what the scene's going to be like this Saturday on the 16th? So I will not be downtown this weekend. I Thankfully, I'm going to be out of town. I love the vibes, <laughs> but not for me. I'm too old. Describe. Describe <laughs> what usually happens downtown. Because I feel like I have coworkers. One's from Miami. Uh, Miami. She's from Florida. And yeah. I told her, I, I like, just like, you know kind of as a troll go downtown on mexican independence day like it's gonna be a fun time like, it's a vibe literally <laughs> what is it like though can you describe what's that yeah so i i yeah for anyone that's not from chicago i would say like it's you know a parade that happens like through all, all yeah but like it it extends throughout a lot of the city like mexicans really do shut the city down you know and it's literally. just like uh even now, people are already out with their flags since yep. like the first of September. It's it's pretty much like a whole party leading up to the sixteenth of September. So, I think this is the first time maybe that it's actually on a 
Saturday, right? Yeah. Or maybe not the first time, but like it's nice. Because last time was on Thursday, but I can't remember when that was. And so literally like the city shuts down. And it, it, I feel like it's progressively gotten bigger and bigger throughout Crazy. the years. Yeah. Lakeshore Drive was completely closed down. Oh, there was yeah. zero movement on Lakeshore Drive. I remember that last year. And the cops can't even do anything. Like no. They flood the whole area. Baverunes mother, bro. That's what it is. If you work downtown, call I'm off. Sorry. Like, I'm don't sorry. go into work. Don't go to want to be in that Yeah. <laughs> I am don't sorry if you work mess. down there. Yeah. Even over here, you know that the one the one year it was during the week mm-hmm. or not? I think it was like what Thursday, Friday. Yeah, it was a Thursday. I remember it was even closed over here, bro. I Wait, had to what? work at three in the morning, and I went to work. And I remember I could not go anywhere near the expressway, nowhere mm. near the expressway. And my job was like, they were like, oh, they rerouted me. I had to go all the way, like maybe what well, you guys will know. I went to uh, basically from Cermak to uh, Pershing. And I took Pershing all the way to Cicero, and I had to go around a barrier, and I had to explain to the cop. I'm like, hey, uh, the way you guys are rerouting me, I can't get to my job. And he's like, well, where do you work? I'm like, at first he didn't care. He's like, I don't care. Go around. And I'm like, well, I really, I have to go down here. And he was like, uh, I need you I need you to show me something that you worked there. So I ended up just pulling out like a, a card that we have for like calling off, and it had the address. And he was like, all right, go down there. there there's another barrier, and they're going to turn you around. Uh, just tell them that. I said to go through, so I told the other guy, bro, I was uh, I wasn't about to be late, and I was thinking about man, I'm just gonna go home, but yeah, they shut it down bad. Yeah, you got short by one day, bro. You, you even got the flag already ordered, bro. You gonna be hanging that shit in the back. Nah, you bro. got there's gonna be dude looking like you, bro, with the sunglasses Sorry, nah. and the Santiago. Here, I, will t- I, will, I will say this for the people listening: don't be one of those ignorant people that just do messed up things like break cars, break people's windows, like. At the same time, you know, have fun, but don't be disrespectful because there's people like that. Yeah, if there's there's always someone that's going to ruin a good thing, you yeah. know, and I think that if you're if we're really celebrating our culture, then we should put our best foot forward. And mm-hmm. like, I'm totally down for the celebrations. It's just like the bad people that, you know, it becomes like a things. whole car meet and there's people yeah. doing yeah. donuts and like disobeying like the red checking or other people that's... be like, I don't like that group over there. Where it's like, no, it's not about that. Yeah. And also, I would add that if we really want to support too, like maybe we should buy Mexican flags that are made in Mexico. That too. That's a good one. That's from China, boy. What you doing? Beijing. (laughs) Yeah, Beijing. (laughs) And support your local Mexican restaurants too on these days. A la quebrada. (laughs) All right. As we finish off, I usually like to do this last question. Um, What's a piece of advice? It doesn't have to be about business Mm -hmm. or anything. It it could be anything, really. This question and advice you give to people in general that you've learned that you want to pass on to, to the rest of us. I think that um, something for me, I'm really like in my self-growth like journey, like wellness, things like that. So I would say like invest in therapy. That would be my advice. To anyone. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I need a little therapy. And you were talking about dating. Honestly, if you tell a girl that you went to therapy, she's going to be like, nice. Works 10 times out of 10. I guarantee yes, it. Yes, exactly. So I think everyone could use some help from therapy, you know, and. Just even if it's learning how to communicate better with our family and friends. so That's a big one, especially in the Mexican culture. I think therapy is not in our culture as much. And I think that's something we can mm-hmm. share with our people. You know, we're working so hard. We're known as the hard workers. But sometimes we, you know, to talk about it, take a break and, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Express ourselves, open up. Exactly. 
Yeah. You can take the shades off now, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. How can you plug your people? Plug the people right now where they can find you or where they can find La Quebrada. You guys have an Instagram page, right? La yes, Quebrada? we do. So if you wanted to like look at some of the things that we do, we're on Instagram. It's La Quebrada 51. And then our restaurant's located on 51st in California near Midway. Awesome. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys for having me.